Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Thanks for tuning in today. We got a lot to uh, dissect. If you tuned in last week, you know my, uh, my tank got burned and it's bubbled up. The skin cracked, went raw, had an open wound, got a lot I'm dealing with. Then I, uh, I rolled my ankle. So the Lord doesn't want me to exercise. And that's where I'm at in my life. Uh, we're going to discuss a lot. I'm going to get into the voicemails. I'm really enjoying just these kind of solo episodes, just me and you, you know, your Shih Tzu named Charlie. I don't know if you're listening to me, you know, as you're cleaning the kitchen, as you're running down the street away from your family, cause you're done. It's about where I am right now. We're week, what? 697. I mean, here's the deal. I want to say something. I know I'll get backlash for this. I know I will. But I'm kind of to the point where I'm like, what are we doing here? Can I ask that question? Is that too bold? Am I allowed to say that? What are we doing here? I know we were staying home. I was all in. I was locked up raw. I was in it, spraying everything down. You know what I mean? Gloving, masking, you know, hissing at the neighbors as they walk by. Just self-isolating the fuck out of myself. And now I think I've hit the wall where I'm like, what's going on? I mean, I'm just asking, does anybody have any fucking clue what's going on? You know, we talked about it last week that I don't think anybody really knows what's going on, but we're coming up on June guys. It's May. We're coming up on June and no one knows. I would have thought since last week's episode, somebody would have maybe a professional, I don't know, in an office building, You know, they didn't have to be like a medical professional. I just thought that any sort of professional person would have called me personally and said, hey, here are the facts. Yet no one called. So I still have no fucking idea what's going on. I know a lot of people got sick. I know we've lost some loved ones. But I really think at this point, have you guys heard any new information or anything? Like we we got the facts when everything was happening and now it's just radio silence. And I don't know what the hell's going on. You know, do I need to drink oat milk? Am I allowed to leave the house? I don't know. Yeah, am I itching to get out? Of course I am. Will I go out prematurely? No, because I'm being safe. And I want to protect my loved ones and protect my mother who's 72 years old. I just feel like no one's reported anything. Fauci doesn't really know what's going on. If we're waiting for a vaccine, then we're going to be here for the next six years. And if you think that my ass is taking that first round of vaccine, I got to wait 
till somebody else goes in anaphylactic shock before your girl's going to try. It's like I was the first person to get the Gardasil shot. I'm sure of it. My vagina couldn't be wider. It is not from all the sex I've had. It is 100% from the fact that I was one of the first guinea pigs for the HPV shot. Have I gotten HPV? Surprisingly, not yet. Is it dormant inside my body? Probably ready to come out and riddle myself with issues? 100%. You know, my dad died of cancer. And I have another girlfriend whose mom almost died of cancer. And then she tried this like miracle. You know, she did one of those, what am I trying to say? She did like a, like a test drug. Saved her mom's life. And I always wonder, like in a situation like that, you know, they were like, it was a clinical trial. That's what I was trying to say. My dad didn't have a fighting chance. But I have these moments where I'm like, okay, all these people who are like the guinea pigs for this coronavirus situation, what the fuck angel dust are they on? And we're talking candidly. Listen, I had a couple followers call into the hotline and share with me that they had had a loved one. Um, who passed of Corona. I am not making light of the situation. My heart goes out to them. It's the way I feel about people who have, you know, been touched by cancer. I've been there. I've experienced it. But I'm just like, do you guys feel that anybody knows what the next step is? Because I don't know. I was looking at Cuomo for some answers. He didn't even know. So my question is just, does anybody know anything? You know? Where are we at? Someone let me know because I'm doing the best I can to keep my mother indoors. I'm doing the best I can. We're all doing the best we can. But from the lot of it and from the the voicemails that I've gotten the last couple of weeks, y'all are just getting crazier. I'm afraid I'm going to have a follower named Lindsay one day. I'm going to get a phone call. Lindsay's on the roof. Why is she on the roof? Because she lost it. Some of these voicemails y'all have been leaving me are so fucking nuts. I'm afraid I'm going to be liable if I play them. You get into fights with people in parking lots. Over the last Yo Play yogurt, who even eats Yo Play? Get the fuck out of here. Absolutely, yes, though. I guess we're all coming together in a weird way. I don't know when we're let out. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't. I talked about it last week. A couple girls called in. Was it Eden and Erica? Edith and. Jezebel, I can't remember. Both of them lost their jobs. This is not a political rant. I'm just asking, does anybody know what's going on? Trump's been a little quiet. Is Kim Jong-un alive? We don't know. I'm just still going through it. You know what it was? I woke up today and I just said, it's another Monday. This will come out Wednesday. And I just had one of those moments where I was like, does anyone have any idea? I look at my mailman from the top of my mom's driveway and we kind of, you know, it's like blink twice if you know what's happening. He went cross-eyed. I said, if he went just went cross-eyed, he really doesn't have a fucking clue. I'm thirstier than ever. I can't keep the hydration down. Rolled my ankle, was iced up all weekend. Let me tell you about this bamboozlement. So doing my workouts, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to keep my body moving. Listen, I'm not losing weight. Let's not even have a conversation about that. I am just maintaining. The calories that come in are just not even negating the calories that go out. 
I don't fucking know how to lose weight anymore. I think my hormones are so fucked up. It's like I'll eat boysenberries and pomegranate seeds and stick my finger down my throat and I'll put on 15. I'm done. I saw a specialist. She looked at me and said, you got to quit eating dairy. I said, you know what, Cheryl, get the fuck out of your own doctor's office. Don't you ever tell me to quit eating cheese, mother's milk. I just don't, I'm just at my wits end. So I'm just exercising now for, you know, to keep my body in motion, to keep the anxiety low, to try and figure out some clues. I feel like Carmen Sandiego, you know, just trying to find some clues. I'm thinking maybe if I get my heart rate up, God will speak to me and tell me what the fuck is going on out there. So anyways, I am doing this exercise in my mom's basement. I step back, I roll my ankle hard on a free weight, snap, crackle, pop. I mean, I heard it, the tendon snap. I said, so let me get this straight. I get a Peloton bike on a Wednesday, burn my taint on a Thursday. I start a new exercise program on a Monday. By Friday, I'm iced up with a type one sprain, pulled tendon, fat ankle. All I have left in this world are my thin ankles. And then, of course, the DMs, people are just flooding the DMs. Heather, good luck. You better see an orthopedic orthopedist. I don't know what the fuck they're called. Orthopedic. And that guy was a dick. And I'll get into that in a second. I casually interrupt this podcast to talk about something that we all need to discuss. It's Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace Online Therapy is more committed than ever to expanding access to anyone who needs support for anyone who's struggling. Listen, I see a therapist. It's the greatest thing ever. And the cool thing is with Talkspace, since we're all staying home, you can literally have your therapist text, audio, picture, video message you from your phone or computer 24-7 as much as you need. Everything within Talkspace secure platform is all on your schedule. Talkspace matches you with a licensed therapist based on your needs and preferences. They have thousands of licensed therapists trained in 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationship issues, you name it, they've got it. Listen, you don't even have to leave your house anymore to get that mental clarity that you need, which is, hey, talking to somebody else. Mental Health Awareness Month is so important. I'm telling you, I love my therapist. Couldn't live without her. Literally, the bottom line is, guess what? You deserve support and don't have to struggle on your own. Your Talkspace therapist can be your dedicated support system because we are all just trying to get through this quarantine. They're here to help you feel healthier and more empowered, even in this uncertain circumstances. And hey, as a listener of this podcast, you get $100. That's right, $100 off your first month on Talkspace. Just to match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure you use the code ABSOLUTELY to get $100. That's right, $100 off. Off your first month and show your support for the show. That's absolutely and talkspace.com. Listen, live your best life, honey. Talk to somebody. I'm here for it. Talkspace.com. Everyone's like, Heather, I used to have thin ankles like you. Got a type two sprain, got a type three sprain. My ankles never went down. So I'm just panicking. I'm like, my ankles are the only thing that's left thin on my body. I can't afford for this not to go down. I can't afford for this to stay thick. And swollen, that's not an option. So my godmother, Angela, says, listen, I got a great orthopedic. I was able to get in. I saw him that Friday, 3 p.m. I'm going in. She said, listen, he's single. I said, okay, here's the deal. She said, he's really good looking. So I'm thinking, of course, I'm going to be a martyr. I'm going to lay my life on the line for y'all. I'm going to go into this doctor's office, see if this guy's a cutie patootie. If he is, get his information, put him up on the gram, try and find him a wife. Because I'm selfless like that. So I just like get gussied up. I'm talking full blowout. I've got the lashes on. 
I've got rouge, a highlighter, an under eye. I actually like beauty blended that shit. I get there. I have to wait an hour and a half. Now, I don't know about y'all. I've told you about this before. I've had this like fight or flight. My cortisol's all fucked up. I'm just sweating 24 7, 365, sweat, sweat, sweat. And the irony of it is my cortisol, which I just got some blood work back, is apparently low, which that doesn't make sense. So now I've got to do the spit test sometime this week where I spit in a cup every 30 seconds so I can have some functional like medicine doctor tell me, you're just fat. It's in your DNA. Look, I don't know what the fuck to do. Wow, I'm on a real angry downward spiral today. Okay, so I get to the doctor's office. I've sweat through my blouse. I wore sticky boobs. They've fallen off. I get back there. They do an x-ray of my ankle. I'm waiting for the doctor to come in. He comes in. Now, of course, he's masked. I can only see his beautiful blue eyes. Is attractive. But I would say the way that my godmother built him up on a scale of one to like Jason Momoa, this guy was maybe a three and a half. Had real bad shoes. You know, not like like he had like doctors, you know, the, the Swedish clogs, a croc, nothing. It wasn't even a medical. It was just a bad loafer. And I feel like you have one job as a doctor to not, you know. I mean, you're already lackadaisical with the scrubs. You know, you got your cute little soft, comfortable uniform. And then you're going to come in here with a weird penny loafer. I didn't trust it. So I swear to God, I'm not making this up. This is not exaggerated. Anytime I'm in a medical situation, of course, I get a little nervous and I'm just trying to have a conversation with this guy. He's like, all right, explain what happened. Well, sir, I was working out in my basement and I took a step back. I didn't see that there was a free weight behind me. My ankle rolled off and just snapped. Okay, I see. I'm looking at your x-ray. All right, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, well, type one sprain, pop tendon. You're going to be fine. Actually, in this case, we need you to put pressure on it so you can get back to exercising as soon as you feel comfortable. Take two days off and then you can walk on it. And I said, oh God, (laughs) take two days off. Well, it looks like I got to stop Put a little pause in my training for the Olympics. (laughs) Make a joke. He goes, oh, why? Are you a weightlifter? Dead silence. What? And I realize he's being serious. So I said, what makes you think that? The broad shoulders? And he just goes, "Uh uh-huh. Absolutely friggin' not. Doctor, and I'm not even kidding you, Smith. At that point, I wanted to tell him, stand up. Let me see how tall you are. Oh, you're 5'7". Get the fuck out of here. He literally thought I was an Olympic weightlifter because my traps were so flexed. I don't even know what to do about my female traps. You know, I feel like traps are a thing that guys really flex, want to show off. I'm a lady. You know, my traps are something I'd like to keep private, but I can't because they're busting out of my tank tops. So not only did I go in, thinking I was going to find y'all another eligible bachelor. That was, they put the kibosh on that real quick. I then was told by this doctor that he thought my shoulders were broad enough to be an Olympic weightlifter. I said, I sat here for two and a half hours to leave with no ankle brace, a fat bill, and an insult? Absolutely friggin' not. I mean, what are we doing here? And I realized in that moment, That guy had no idea what was going on. Nobody knows a fucking thing. Call one of my dear friends who works in the hospitals here in Atlanta and like a very big prominent hospital. And I I won't say any names because I don't, I'm not trying to get anybody in trouble. But he was like, he's on the COVID response team. And he said, Heather, we've had nine cases. 
He said, everyone's being laid off. We don't know what exactly is going on. Listen, for the most part, everybody on the internet, I've said this, as cool as a cucumber. We're all just having a laugh. Nobody really takes anything I say seriously. So when Georgia announced that they were gonna start reopening some things, the amount of threatening messages I got from random people who I guess had just started following me or they just found out I was a comedian living in Georgia, they were like, you voted for Kemp. I'm like, first of all, 100% didn't fucking vote for him. If you do and you followed along, I was a big advocate for Stacey Abrams. Also, just because I live in Georgia does not mean I voted for him. Second of all, with all the crazy shit that's going on in Georgia, and I don't know why Georgia gets such a bad rap, but it's because our this is what I would compare it to. Imagine living in a city. Like I live in Atlanta. You live in a city that's cool. It has art. It has culture. It has things that are on and popping. It's got diversity. It's got education. We're having a good time. Yeah, every city's got their problems. But that everybody lumps you into just like, we're like Brunswick, Georgia. We're not. Couldn't be further from it. It's like living in Los Angeles and the rest of California. Like Orange County is very conservative. A lot of NorCal is very conservative, except like Silicon Valley, which you know, y'all know they're secretly conservative. That's that's on God right there. Okay. <laughs> they ain't gonna tell you that, but we know what we know. But I got this like crazy lady sending me these messages like, you're from Georgia. Do something. I'm like, wait, what? Ma'am, you think Kim's gonna answer my call? I already harassed him on Twitter. I said, ma'am, check the twatters. I'm on it. It's like living in LA and then having the governor of California make a bad decision, a very like, like give you guys a bad rap. I don't know what you want me to do. Will I run for office one day? Would love to. In the meantime, I'm at my mom's house trying to keep her in a fucking crate like a damn French bulldog trying to get her not to go to Whole Foods. Lay off me, bitch. I'm starving. Y'all, real talk. I've been obsessed with Go Macro Bars forever. I am so excited that they're a sponsor of the podcast because I really, genuinely am obsessed with these bars. Why? They are gluten-free, kosher, non-GMO, clean, raw, soy-free, certified organic, and vegan. And guess what? It's like a mom and daughter duo in a rural community, just basically on a mission to spread awareness for a balanced plant-based lifestyle with products that have a positive effect on the world. It doesn't get better than that. Listen, they have a new Go Macro Give Back Bar. It's coconut plus almond butter plus chocolate chips. And their Go Macro mission is just to spread awareness and love. And this specific bar is made with real coconut, creamy almond butter, and fair trade dark chocolate. Go Macro's everlasting joy macro bar not only tastes delicious, but it helps support those in need. Year-round, a portion net proceeds of Go Macro's everlasting joy macro bar goes towards feeding and housing those in need. I am all about this. I'm about giving back. I'm about deliciousness. I'm about that vegan, raw, clean, soy-free, live y'all best life. I throw the Go Macro bars on my purse and literally have all the nutrition you could ever imagine. I think that like, if you actually look at the technical macros, they're a very good clean bar. I'm obsessed with them. To learn more, go to gomacro.com and you can learn more about their give back programs. Also give their tasty bars a try. Visit gomacro.com and use promo code absolutely for 30% off plus free shipping. Doesn't get easier than that. Gomacro.com. Let's give back and get something delicious. Now back to the podcast. I'm sitting in my mom's office, my mom's office. So like, what, what the fuck is the office for? That's another thing. My mom's been hoarding fucking plastic bins like it's going out of style. She's got the paperwork. This bitch, 
she was walking towards the mailbox the other day and I go, mom, what are you doing? She goes, I got to send a check. I said, mom, this is the number. You still sending checks to whom? It's called go online. I will set up everything. So you pay online. Do you know how you get fraud? By sending a check. They open up the mail. They white out all the information. They write a check to themselves. Oldest trick in the book. But I'm sitting in my, the office in our house recording this, looking at a photo of my dad. And I know he's just like, what the fuck? No one has the facts, Heather. Oh, and here comes Robin. Robin's coming at mom. I'm doing a podcast. Mom, I only have one mic hooked up. You can say hello. This is my life, everybody. I'm lit on a Monday. Mom, come say three nice things about me in the microphone, and then you have to get out of your office. You're sweet. You're nice. You just learned how to cook. Thank you, Jesus. And you're sweet to me. You said I'm sweet and nice. That's the same shit, Mom. You're funny, Heather. You're definitely funny. Okay, thank you. At least that. Mom, I'm looking at all your fucking plastic bins and it's, you have a problem. You are organized, but you can still hoard plastic bins. Do you, you have 10 seconds to defend yourself. I like things organized. I like things when I want to go for a pair of scissors, I can just grab them. Okay, but mom, you have a plastic bin that says baskets, that you put the baskets in the plastic bins. You and I both know that's a problem. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, probably. Wow. Wow. She's actually admitting it. Robin, you can come on next week's episode, but right now I'm in the middle of this and I have to plug in another microphone and I don't know where it is right now. Can you get out of my office? I'm on a rant. Okay. I love you. Make sure you tell them about what happened to me when I snuck up. Already bragging about it. Mom, do you have any idea what the fuck is going on? Just in general in the world? No, I feel like we're watching a damn movie. Now we're all in it. Like I got called up to be an extra for the uh, zombie, the walking dead. And I said, no way, because they wanted me up at 430 in the morning. I look like the walking dead now. You do look like the walking dead, but so do I. All right, be gone. Shoo, shoo. (laughs) See, this is it. Robin doesn't even think this is a job. Don't worry. I will bring her on the podcast. I have to set up the other microphone. It's a whole fucking thing. She's going to come on the episode. I have a whole list of things, but I wanted to get to some of these voicemails because these voicemails are still too crazy. Robin comes in. She literally came in the other day when I was recording something. I'm on a Zoom. I'm on a Zoom with my writing team, right? I'm on a professional Zoom. I am trying to have people in Hollywood take me serious. And my mom comes in. She's like, are you Zooming? I'm like, yes, bitch, I'm Zooming. She goes, do I need to go? Yes. I'm not FaceTiming my friends. This is professional. I got to get out. I got to get out. But we can't get out because nobody knows what's going on. The messages I've been getting, like where people are threatening, you're in Georgia. I didn't set the rules. That's like somebody from Europe being like, you're an American, didn't vote for Trump. What do you want? And if people are listening who did, you guys got your own things you're going through. I've got my own things I'm going through. That's like somebody, literally this bitch from Massachusetts, and I'm allowed to say it because my mom's from Boston was literally like, Georgia, what the fuck, Heather? And I'm like, listen, Cindy, what the fuck do you want me to do? I mean, really? I was flabbergasted. I'm like, I'm over here just trying to cook three meals for the Italian stallion while he hides in the basement doing quote unquote real estate. The amount of y'all who have reached out to me and said, Heather, our husbands are hiding. Our partners are hiding. 
is insane. Jeff is just, he's doing a quote unquote like webinar seminar about real estate. Very blanket, very broad statement there. I mean, he could just be in the basement watching YouTube tutorials on how to like tie sailor knots. I don't fucking know. Do you fucking know? No, because no one knows what the fuck is going on. I've hit a wall. I've hit a peak. I need somebody to bring around the answers. And I need y'all to quit yelling at me just because I live in Georgia. I mean, what do you want me to do? And side note, for those of y'all who think that I have any fucking clout, because I have half a million followers on Instagram, trust me, I don't shut the fuck up all day long. Do you think anybody in politics is going to take me seriously? And then on the other side, when you do speak up, people are like, you're a comedian. Shut the fuck up and tell jokes. You're like, what does anybody want? I just want somebody to tell me what's going on. I'm living La Vida Loca. I got a fat ankle, burnt gruntle, maybe a yeast infection. I don't know. Things are just heating up down there. But we're going to be positive. And absolutely, yes, is getting to giggle with my sweet family. You know, and I got crazy about leaving my mom and I've only got one parent left. And I'm sitting in this office that my mom keeps coming into and I'm staring at these photos of my dad. And I know he's like, good luck, bitch. I tried to keep her in the house from going to TJ Maxx and Home Goods for 30 years. It's on you. You're right, dad. You pass a baton. And guess what? I need you to tell me what the fuck's going on. How long are we in this? Are we safe? You know, what's the cure, dad? Let me know. We couldn't find you a cure. I need to know the cure, Dan. Oh, God. We're wiling out. And I know we're all just itching. We need a sense of normalcy. I am afraid of what's... I'm just being honest. I am totally afraid of what's going to happen when we get out of this, if we stay in the house much longer. I mean, I just... All of my friends have lost their jobs. I don't really have a job. I'm like an unemployed actor at the moment. So, you know... I always kind of live this renegade life. I, I'm either on tour working or I'm just desperately trying to give producers hand jobs in Hollywood. I have two modes. You know what I mean? It's either dead ass broke or she working. There's no, I don't go to an office. There is no nine to five. And everything in my world is I basically do a bunch of meetings and do a bunch of work. And then I perform and then hope somebody from Netflix or Amazon is like, We'll buy it. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of a crapshoot. Um, and that's where I'm at. Hey, just a side note. I know we're moving close to June. I am going to update you guys on the tour dates as soon as I find out. We were holding on to a couple of them. I believe that New York, Chicago, all the ones in June, we're going to have to reschedule. Those cities are clearly not opening up. Totally understand. And I want to give you guys the best show. Some of these shows, you know, even these venues in some of the other cities, they were like, okay, well, we'll only allow 20% of your audience to come in. Well, then what are we doing here? That's not fair to everybody who bought tickets. As soon as I find out, I will let you know. I know a lot of y'all have been emailing. We don't know yet. We're literally fighting with the venues just as much as y'all are. So as soon as I find out information, I will let you know. And it's going to be great. And when I get back on the road, we're going to have so much to fucking talk about and giggle about. Hopefully we'll have some friggin' answers. But in the meantime, take your vitamin C and clench your pussy. Clench it. Grab your pussy. Squeeze it. Kegel just did one. I'm in a weird mood. I'm in a friggin' funk. But I love each and every one of you. And thanks for like giggling and bitching. And we're going to get through this together. All right. I'm going to get to the absolutely not Lyme. 
As always, you know you can call me 800-213-7503. That's the absolutely not line. Y'all, please have these keep coming in. Y'all have been so fucked up in half these messages. I'm like, eh, you'll leave a voicemail and then I'll get 10 seconds later another voicemail that says, hey girl, can you not air this? Because I my husband's going to leave me. So I'm not airing the ones that you have immediately called back and begged me not to air. But we're going to get into this, some of these right now. I love each and every one of you. And just thanks for letting me bitch. And if you're upset that I'm in Georgia and I can't, I don't know what you want me to do. You know, you're in Idaho. Figure, call your senator. I don't know what anybody wants me to do. All right, I love you. Let's get into these voicemails. Hey, Heather. It's Cindy from Sarasota, Florida. I just wanted to tell you about an incident that I witnessed at a supermarket. I was at Publix. The woman in front of me was wearing a mask and gloves. And she decides she's going to pay while she's checking out with cash. So, okay, that's fine. Um, However, cash is pretty dirty. Um, She took the cash out of her wallet. I guess it was kind of newer bills. Um, They got stuck together, and she licked her gloved finger to pull the bills apart, handed it to the cashier, and the cashier and I just looked at each other like, this isn't happening. The woman had no idea, was not aware of her surroundings or what it is that she had done and why that was so absolutely disgusting. But just wanted to say absolutely not to licking your worldwide pandemic. All right. Love you, girl. Bye. Cindy from Sarasota. Oh, my God. This is what I'm talking about. Everyone's just lost their mind. It's like we went through this wave of Lysol everything. Lysol your body. Lysol your eyes. Put it on your baby. Put it on your cat and dog. You know, hiss at your neighbors. That level of social distancing to where everyone's like, I got my gloves on. I got some crisp $20 bills. I'm going to lick my glove and just pay for my rice Listen, I went out the other day, was running errands, gloved up, masked up, almost did the same thing, like touched my face twice. I'm like, I'm a fucking idiot. It's because we're all, we're just losing it. We're so far deep into this shit. We don't even know what day of the week it is, much less. I don't know that my skin doesn't feel like a latex glove. To me, we are one in the same. The latex is so comfortable on my sensual body now. I probably do the same thing. Honestly, that's something that my mom would do, though, because she literally, you know, we went to the bank. We just went to the drive-thru and I make her wear the mask in the car just if she's going to, you know, I don't know, breathe in the molecules. I mean, I'm a fucking idiot, but I just I have to keep her alive. I do. She's all I got left. And she's a national treasure. And that's on God, period. But she did that. She touched her face three times after touching the like, you know, the little tube that you then shove back up and it gets sucked up. The tube that goes into the bank. And I, and I hit her. I, I, I did elderly abuse. Call 911. I lightly smacked my mother. I said, what? Hand sanitation, lie solid. I mean, but then I find myself, I had to go to FedEx, mail something. I'm coming out of there. Scratch my eye before I hand sanitize. Completely fucking forgot. Because I think I'm an all or nothing. I'm an all or nothing. Either you lock me in the house and give me something to crochet or you let me on a cruise. There's two modes. And I'm realizing that about myself. This whole, can I go out? Whatever. It's, it's a mess. And I'm staying home. You know, I'm the only one who's been doing the grocery shopping, any of the heavy lifting. My sister has brittle bones like my mom. My mom's too old to go out. So Jeff and I are the ones who gear up, go to the, you know, Trader Joe's when we need. Go to the Whole Foods. Hit the bank, whatever you need. I'm going out as little as possible. I mean, this woman just licking her fingers willy nilly. No friggin' idea. 
We're all in this together. That's where we're at. I mean, I think it's insane that she did it, but I am also like, eh, I get it. We're all losing it. I love this. Cindy from Sarasota, thank you for calling. That is 100% though and absolutely not. Ma'am, if you got gloves on, don't lick your mouth and use a card if you can. It's, there's something about cash and old people though. I've tried to set up a Venmo for my mom 65 times. She does not get it. Whenever we go out on like a girl's trip and say, like when we go out the Pie Cap Pasta Girls, you know, and they all just put it on one tab, she'll tell my girlfriend, Amy, she'll go, Amy, just add it to my, Amy will literally make a document and send it, send me a bill on Venmo because my mom cannot figure, figure it out. She'll add it to my tab and then I'll get like a $400 Venmo bill for my friends. And I'm like, great. I'm just my mom's Venmo. Bitches putting checks in the mail. No one does that. If you were with your parents at home and they don't have a paperless system, I really think we should all encourage one another. Take some time out of your afternoon and just teach them how to go paperless because this is fucking crazy. They're licking their fingers at fucking Publix in Sarasota trying to get change. Come on now. Cindy, thank you for calling. We're going to get into the next absolutely not voicemail. Hey, Heather. It's your girl, Emma, in California. And... I escaped to New York City just like you. I had an absolutely not, I'm going to try to make it brief because I've called a few times, but absolutely not to trying to masturbate in your parents' home. Like I gave up on even using my vibrator because it's just so fucking loud and like seeps through the floor. My dad's office is right below my bed. So even just like touching myself feels wrong and like I don't have anywhere else to go. My grandpa recently passed away and like I could go to his house, but that just feels wrong to masturbate in my dead grandpa's house. So yeah, just absolutely not to like giving up on touching myself, forget someone else touching me in the future. Like LOL. Yeah. Hope you're well. Glad you have Italian stallion to get dick down. Bless up. Love and light. Stay healthy. Bye. Emma, Emma from California. I'm in tears. Oh, my God, that, yes, 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 yes to that message. First of all, at the end of the message, you said, good thing you have the Italian stallion to get dicked down. Okay, it's been sparse because my taint is fully raw. A, the friction can't happen and B, you know, that's a staph infection waiting to happen. So I got to keep it cool and dry. And guess what? The Italian stallion isn't cool nor dry. He's pretty hot and wet. You know what I'm saying? Emma, I don't blame you there. I mean, it's awkward having sex in my mom's house and we're going to move in. My mom literally, Emma, to make things just uncomfortable. My mom is upstairs. We're down in the guest bedroom. She calls me. I said, hey, mom, what's up? She goes, listen, I need you up and early. I need you to go to the grocery store and get something before they run out of it. So um, if, is, can Jeff hear this? And I'm like, yeah, you're on speaker. She goes, I'm going to need you to put her down easy tonight so she doesn't stay up all night. I threw my phone across the room. Put her down easy? Like a dog? I said, mom, that is disgusting. That is irresponsible, inappropriate. I'm gonna need you to put her down easy. What? Emma, I don't blame you, you know? I mean, fuck. Yeah, is your dad, what's he up working on? Synergy? Looking at the stock market? You know, are your parents still getting freaky? That's another question. At this point, I haven't really had a libido. A lot of people are like, man, being locked up's made me so horny, has it? Because Jeff doesn't get out of these bulldog shorts that he wears. He does not put on shorts or clothes. He hasn't put on real clothes. And listen, we're all hanging out in our sweats. I'm not judging that. But to the point where I'm like, could you just fucking brush your hair? Could you brush your teeth before midnight? 
He thinks that if he brushes his teeth before he goes to bed, but it's already a new day that he's brushed his teeth for that day. But I'm like, you're really only brushing your teeth every other day. Does that make sense? Emma, I don't blame you. How's anybody supposed to diddle when you got dad's office downstairs and mom making banana breads at 6 a.m. because she can't sleep and is having, quote unquote, hot flashes. Everyone's like, Corona babies, fuck that. I've been, I mean, I burnt my taint, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I've packed up my pussy. My pussy's basically back in Arizona. My pussy's on the Oregon Trail. My body's here. My anxiety's so through the roof. I lay down at night and I got to take 65 droplets of CBD oil just to knock myself out. A ghost could rape me in the middle of the night. I'd have no idea. Truly, Emma, maybe that's what you maybe, you know, maybe talk to a ghost. Maybe you need to get into like the dark arts or something. I don't know. Experiment with some ghost stuff. I mean, it's getting desperate. Hey, Emma, main question. Does anybody know what the fuck's going on? No, they don't. I feel you, sister. That's an absolutely not. Trying to feel freaky, feel sensual. And you got dad working on his taxes downstairs. It just doesn't add up. We're all in this together. That's great. Emma, these voicemails are just getting so good. I just, I love what I do. I I feel blessed. All right, let's get to the next voicemail. Heather Hagel, hey. It's Joy from Dallas, Texas. I have an absolutely not for you. I probably should have calmed down before I called you, but honestly, I don't know that I'm ever going to calm down about this. So I don't know what's going on in Georgia, but in Dallas, Texas, our local newscasters have been number one, trying to stay safe and number two, trying to set a good example, which I appreciate for the record during the pandy of broadcasting the news from their homes. Okay. So some of them are real cute. Some of them, you're looking at their house like, girl, you need a new designer. Some of them like, have you painted since 1985? But listen, no one's trying to come up into my house and videotape me every night. So I have a lot of grace for them. There was a young meteorologist, and I'm trying to give her that credit. She was trying to talk to me about the five-day forecast and how hot and freaking humid it's going to be in Dallas. And there were two cats laying all over her computer and a chair in the shot. Now, I'm not a cat hater, but listen to me, girl. One of them was licking itself. Do we not have a director to say, y'all? That's what we would say in Dallas, even though we're talking to one person. We're talking to one person and two cats. Y'all, y'all, we got to get a little bit more of a hold of this. I know it's COVID, and I know we've been a little bit lax letting everybody do their own makeup and letting your roots grow out. But maybe we can let the cat lick its balls in another room of the house. Okay, Joy. Joy, 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 Joy. I need you to know that this voicemail brought me so much joy. Now, when I first started listening to it, I was like, oh, here we go. Okay, what's she gonna bitch about, right? This took such a wild turn. I thought you were going down the road of you hate cats. I did. And you stopped yourself. I thought maybe she's going to be a little judgmental, maybe a little bitchy about the home decor. Maybe you were about to tell us you saw a live, laugh, love sign in the back, but just two cats 
cleaning themselves. That's the best shit I've heard in a long time. And this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. The pain, the disdain, the bitterness in your voice, as I know you were, first of all, you were fucking pissed you were tuning into the local news. Because I feel like you're not a local news gal. Actually, no. A woman named Joy would watch the local news and like, try and chime in on the barbecue cook-off that they have. You know what I mean? You, you've entered that contest. But I just the fact that you're at that point where you haven't interacted with the human in so long that you're fucking pissed at the meteorologist. You know, this bitch has no idea what's going on in the weather because she hasn't been outside. I know half that shit's like, you know, computer programmed. But you think, let's just call her What's a meteorologist's name? Like a Katie. A Ka- I'm Katie and here's your weather. You know what I mean? Like that's the vibe I'm getting. Yes. Could Katie have put her cats in another room? For sure she should have. Now I will say as a cat owner, they do have a mind of their own and they want to be physically in the shot. That cat knew exactly what she was doing. She's like, I know that the other cats are sitting at home with all their owners like Joy who would watch the evening news. You don't just have the weather on your phone. Who watches local news? You do, Joy. But the fact that you were sitting at home fucking pissed. Just, this is where we're at, though. We're so out of our fucking minds. We are grasping at anything. That is funny. Joy, I will say that is funnier than all shit. You know, usually you wouldn't even notice that. But now, this is where we're at. We're just getting nitpicky. People are licking their gloves. We got cats servicing themselves in the background. A fucking live newscast. That's great. Oh, Joy, that message just really made me giggle. It did. It made me giggle because I know where you're coming from. I also think you're probably a judgmental bitch in the best way. In the best way. Look, I'd invite you to a party to tell me if my dip sucked. And I would know going into it if you came to my house, I'm like, listen, you're going to try my vegan, in quotes, buffalo, you know, chicken dip. I need you to tell me if this fucking sucks or not. And you'd be like, honestly, there's not enough celery powder. And you and I both know it. And honestly, just put fucking chicken in it. Nobody here's a vegan. And I'd be like, thank you, Joy, for that criticism. But you sitting at home in Dallas, oh, fuck, watching the local news and judging, you're already pissed that, you know, they're not dressed to the gods. And then on top, you're like, there is a cat licking herself in the background. My God. That fucking made my week. I needed that. I needed to know that we're all on the same page. Joy, you're joyful. I live for you. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. It's your girl, Haley, from Charlotte, North Carolina. I hope you're doing well. Had to call again because I got cut off, but absolutely not to couples that take in technical engagement photos or you know, professional photo shoots without actually being engaged. Like, I'm sorry, but no one gives a fuck that you guys are taking pictures by a barn in a field with sunflowers and you guys went on Bumble two months ago. That's all. Have a great day. Love ya. Wait a minute. Haley from Charlotte. Okay, wait, back up. One, what the fuck is happening in Charlotte? Maybe I need to call your governor. You've got non-engaged couples just doing photo shoots by a railroad track? What is happening? Does anybody know what the fuck is going on? Anybody? You know, Jeff and I have been together 10, almost 11 years, been engaged now almost, well, over a year. 
We don't even have engagement photos. I'm trying to build our wedding website to give our wedding guests a fucking update on when the fuck the wedding is. And I'm like, we don't even have any photos. Now, I never saw myself as the person who would be, you know, I don't understand. It's a very, it's a Southern thing too. So if you're listening, you're not from the South. I don't know what it is about it being such a Southern thing where you take these cheesy engagement photos where you literally are next to a barn. Let me tell you something. Jeff and I have never done anything barn-like. You're never going to see us with chickens or goats or even maybe a horse. So why I would ever take a photo next to a barn is beyond me. They're next to a weeping willow tree. For what? To get a tick? Flash forward nine months, you got Lyme disease? Could you get a tick in your britches? Get out of here. Now, one Haley, I feel like you might be like Joy, our caller earlier, might be at the corner of bitter and a little lonely. How do you know they're not engaged? Because I'll tell you this, love isn't canceled. (laughs) I fucking hate that phrase when they're like, you know what? Graduation may be canceled. Weddings may be canceled, but love, love is not. (laughs) Is it not? Is love still happening? My love's on thin ice. <laughs> Wait a minute, Haley. Were you like driving to the grocery store and then you just saw a couple in, in like a field taking quote unquote shots? Did you roll down your window and be like, hey, fuckers, how long you been together? And they're like, we just met. You know, what was that interaction, that transaction, if you will? Now, if you are a couple and you're just taking solo shots, You know, I don't know. Good for you. Love's not canceled. Oh, it's not. Love isn't canceled. Well, my grundle's canceled. My fat ankle's canceled. And my wedding's canceled. So (laughs) it is. That's on God. That was great. Haley, I loved it. You're crazy. I'm here for it. Next voicemail. Hi, Heather. Hey, Heather. It's Bethany, Meredith, and Anna from Fort Worth, Texas. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, so we are in the hot tub right now. We are 24. We've been best friends since we were like 13, 14, 15. Okay, tell her you're Okay, okay, okay. So my absolutely not is this guy that I've been talking to for like four years. We've only met once in person. And I told my friends recently, like, we, we are dating, but I edited pictures. He'll literally send me a photo for Instagram and say, will you edit this? No context. I'll send it back. No report. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, Stephanie, Anna, Meredith. Wait a minute. First of all, the fact that y'all are calling me from a hot tub is just on another level of absolutely not. Do you know how bad hot tubs are for Easter? Not great. Okay, y'all are in Forward, Texas. You're in a hot tub. If I don't start getting more phone calls from hot tubs, I'm going to be pissed. I need to hear the bubbles going, the jets on, some Michael Buble lightly blasting in the background. So wait, let me get this straight. You've met this guy once. I think that's what you said. You've been quote unquote dating him, but not talking to him for four years. And you edit his photos. I need more context. Where the fuck did you meet him? absolutely fucking not your friends are already making fun of you they know you since you were 13 you're just talking to this guy for four years and you're helping him get you know he's using these photos on the instagrams to then lure women back to his trailer to then chop up their bodies you could be an accessory to a crime absolutely not meredith leslie carol and susan come on Do you know what the fuck's going on? None of us do. But in this situation, 
you know it ain't right. Does he know where you live? Is he ever sending you pictures of his pain? We got to stay focused on this. We got to stay woke because something's not adding up. And I'll tell you right now, I'm not here for it. Your friends are telling, they sat you down. You know, when your parents would like sit you down in the living room, ours was like the back porch. If dad was like, step outside. If you had to step outside, you were fucked. You were like, fuck, he knows everything. I'm about to be in so much trouble. If you had to step outside, you were fucked. Your friends put you in the hot tub, not for giggles, not for fun, not to have a little laugh. They brought you in a hot, boiling tub of water. So your skin would thin so you could think about what you've done. I don't even know how I can continue to do my job as a podcaster when I know you may be an accessory to a crime. I want this guy's information. I want his number. I need you to call me back. Give me his info so I can do a straight P2P interview. This is asinine. What the fuck's going on? Girls, I love you. Thank you for calling me from a hot tub. That just made me giggle so fucking hard. This shit's crazy. Y'all are crazy. We're all crazy. But we're going to get through it. We're getting there. I fucking adore each and every one of you. Thanks for letting me rant and giggle. I would just, I just, anybody could call me. If y'all want to call into the the absolutely not line, and we'll get to these next week. I'm going to have mom on next week. We're going to have so much more information from her. We've been just, trust me. I just needed a break today. But I would love to hear your theories on what's happening. Because you know, Robin's a little bit of a conspiracy theorist. So I would love if any of y'all want to call in and comment on the Absolutely Not line and we'll get Robin's take on it next week of what she thinks going on, what you guys think is going on. Play by play, just somebody tell me what the fuck's going on. Because no one knows. To each of y'all that called in, thank you for these calls. I'm just giggling. This made my week. You brightened my day. I love each and every one of you. Thank you for letting this be a funny, positive, and, and also cunty place for us just to giggle. You know, if you're coming here for hard-hitting facts and news, don't, because that's not me. If you're coming here for like me to change the world, I'm not. I just want to bring a little levity and we're all going to giggle and laugh and just be like, what the fuck's going on? I don't fucking know. I love you. Keep calling into the absolutely not line. Again, it's 800-213-7503, the absolutely not line. And guess what? I'll see you guys next week on the absolutely not podcast. Chabelas. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.